And we are back. Welcome back to the Depressed Cincinnati Sports Fan Podcast. I am Jesse. On this podcast, we're going to talk about the release of the 2023 NFL schedule. And your Cincinnati Bengals schedule is officially live. And I'm just going to go through all the games and give you my thoughts and also some of the some of the schedule making for the teams that uh, that have primetime games. I'm like, really? That team got a primetime game? Meaning like they got like multiple primetime games. And some of those teams didn't make the playoffs last year. And the Cincinnati Bengals, two years removed from a bowl, two seasons removed from a bowl. And then last year, they're an AFC title game. And a team that didn't go to the playoffs gets more primetime games than the Cincinnati Bengals. Okay, well, I think that's just because the Bengals are in the Cincinnati market and it's very small. But it's all good. I was very excited that the NFL schedule came out. And here is the Cincinnati Bengals 2023 regular season schedule. Now, if you guys are really interested, the Bengals have three preseason games. Their first preseason game is home against the Green Bay Packers, the Aaron Rodgers-less Packers. And then preseason number two, they go to Atlanta to take on the Atlanta Falcons and former Cincinnati Bearcat Desmond Ritter, who's going to be the starting quarterback for the Falcons. So good for Des. And then the last preseason game, the Bearcats, the Bearcats, I'm thinking about UC football now. The Bengals will go to Washington to take on the Washington football team. No, they're called the Commanders now. I like the football team more than the Commanders, but that's just me. So three preseason games. And let's just hope that our starters will play the second game against the Falcons for about a half. And then that will be pretty much it for the starters until the opener. And the Bengals opener is in Cleveland against the Cleveland Browns September 10th at 1 o'clock Eastern. Interesting. First game of the season against your division rival, and I like it. And the Bengals finally beat the Browns last year for the first time in, like, a couple of seasons. This will be a tough game. You know, the Browns, they have players on their team. It's just their ownership and how they run things is very inept, to say the least. So this will be a tough game, but... I think the Bengals can win this game. So let's just do some predictions, all right? Let's do let's do game-by-game game predictions. I think the Bengals win this game. It'll be very close. Can I see them losing this game? Yes, because it's the opener. It's in Cleveland. It's a tough place to play. And even though the Bengals won last year against the Browns, they still struggle against this team since Joe Burrow's been here. But let's just hope that <clears throat> winning last year at home will hopefully get the Bengals rolling against these Cleveland Browns. So let's just say this is a win, right? Week one against the Browns. All right, week two, home opener against the Baltimore Ravens and Lamar Jackson. Oh, yeah, Lamar Jackson got paid about a week ago. So good for him. We can get rid of this whole drama shit now with the Ravens and Jackson and contract stuff. Now, Lamar, go play now. Okay, go play, and let's hope we don't get hurt because I really don't want Lamar to get hurt because I'm telling you, some of these Ravens fans on social media are so 
sensitive. I call them the purple people. They're just ridiculous. And they just talk a lot of shit to the Bengals. And they love to flash their 2012 Super Ring. I'm like, okay, that's in the past. We're talking about the present right now. And they're saying, oh, you guys barely beat us in the playoffs with Tyler Huntley. Okay. I mean, Tyler Huntley went to the Pro Bowl. Tyler Huntley's not a scrub. It's not It's not our fault that he tried to launch the ball <laughs> to the goal line with defenders coming at him. And then, sorry, the ball got ripped up. And then Sam Hubbard goes 98 yards. That's not our fault. Okay. We won the game. Period. And they're saying, well, you guys did all these wins against us without Lamar Jackson. Okay. So, in 2021, remember when Joe Burr put up 41 points and Jamar Chase went over, what, 200-something yards against you guys? 40 points in Baltimore, or 41, whatever it is. Lamar Jackson was playing in that game, right? Just saying. Just saying. So, all hands on deck, and even though the Ravens will have Odell Beckham Jr., I think he's... Almost to the road of recovery from his ACL injury. I don't know. But they have a good team. They have a really good defense. It'll be a test. But I think the Bengals being at home, I think they'll get the win in this one. So, this will be ideal. The Bengals will start off the season 2-0. And both of those wins are against your division opponents. That's so huge to start off the season. You get two wins back-to-back. Division wins. Against two tough teams. That's big right there. Week 3. September 25th. Monday night game against the Los Angeles Rams at Paycor Stadium. This was where I was very surprised. I was like, the Rams? And I think why they did this is because it's a rematch of the Super Bowl where the Bengals, you know, they blew it. But, you know, we won't talk about that. But, you know, for referees because Logan Wilson didn't hold. Anyways. That's, I think, the reason why the Rams game is a Monday night game here. I'm okay with it. I think it's a good showcase for the Bengals. They're playing in front of a big national audience. It's early in the season. So this is a statement game for the Bengals. I know they're playing the Rams, but hear me out. They could have put, like, you know, the Ravens game on a Monday night. They could have done that. They could have switched flip-flop, put the... Rams game as the opener on week two, and then the Ravens game as the Monday night. They could have done that. So I still, still smell the disrespect from the NFL, but what else is new? So this will be a win. So Bengals start off the season 3-0. We're looking good. Week four, October 1st, at Tennessee against the Titans. Man, I swear the Bengals have been playing the Titans a lot since Joe Burrow has been here. Joe Burrow played against the Titans rookie season. And then Joe Burrow played against the Titans in the AFC Divisional Playoff game. And then Joe Burrow played the Titans last season in Tennessee. And now the Bengals play the Titans here in week four of the 2023 regular season. It's like... We're always going to go to Tennessee, but that's okay because it's pretty much who they south down there. There's going to be lots of Bengals fans, and who's going to be the Titans quarterback? 
They drafted Will Levis, so that means that they're pretty much done with the Malik Willis experiment after one season. And then this is Ryan Tannehill's final year in his contract. Bengals win this game. So, 4-0, 4-0, looking good. Week 5, Bengals go to Arizona to take on five foot two Kyler Murray in the Arizona Cardinals. October 8th, 4 or 5 p.m. You know, I just road games in the NFL is hard. I think this game will be a tough game for the Bengals, but the Bengals are the better team on paper. So I see the Bengals winning this game, but it will be a close game. And I think Kyler Murray should be 100% healthy. I think he injured his knee last season. I'm not sure, but I think he should be good to go. So... Bengals win this game 5-0 to begin the season. First time since the 2015 season. And in that year, the Bengals started the season 8-0. And we won't go into detail what happened after that. Week 6, another NFC West opponent. Geno Smith and the Seattle Seahawks come to Paycor Stadium on October 15th at 1 o'clock Eastern. Listen, Seahawks. Came out of nowhere last year, made the playoffs. Geno Smith, comeback player of the year. Great year for him. Can he duplicate that in year two in Seattle? I don't know. It'll be tough. But I think the Bengals win this game. So, 6-0. The Bengals have an early bye week in week 17 on my birthday. Mm, Wish they were playing on my birthday, but that's okay. Give me more time to not stress out during games. So, early bye here in week seven of the season. And then, whew, after the bye week, it gets really tough for the Bengals. All right. Week eight, Bengals go to San Francisco to take on the 49ers October 29th at 4.25 p.m. Listen, the Niners are a good football team. <laughs> One of the elite defenses in the league. I mean, who's going to be their quarterback? Is it going to be Trey Lance? It's going to be Brock Purdy. Well, Trey Lance is still on the trading block. They want to trade him. Brock Purdy hurt himself in the NFC title game against the Eagles. We don't know his recovery status. So, we'll see. But it's a tough game since San Francisco. And I believe this will be the Bengals' first loss of the season. And that's no shame right there. So, 6-1. Week 9, November 5th. 8.20 8.20 p.m. Eastern Time, Sunday night football at Paycor Stadium against the Buffalo Bills, a rematch of the AFC Divisional Playoff spanking from last season that the Bengals did to the Bills. Bills coming back to Cincinnati for the first time since the DeMar Hamlin tragedy that happened on Monday night football. The Bills want their get back. They want revenge against the Bengals. But they're not going to get that. The Bengals are still the better team. So the Bengals will win that game. And the Bengals are now 7-1 on the season. Week 10, November 12th, 1 o'clock p.m. Eastern against the Houston Texans at Paycor Stadium. Wait a minute. C.J. Stroud is number two pick of the drive, right? C.J. Stroud, quarterback of the Houston Texans. Right, he should be the quarterback by then. I think he is a starter, right? 
It's not David Mills. It's C.J. Stroud. C.J. Stroud will come to Cincinnati, play at Ohio State. So you're going to get some Buckeye fans coming down to pay core to watch C.J. Stroud against the Texans. I mean, against the Bengals. You know what? I think Houston is an up-and-coming team. They drafted Will Anderson. They trade they they traded with the Cardinals to get the third pick to get Will Anderson, the linebacker from Alabama. So Houston has potential. They're not there yet, but they have potential maybe in the next, I don't know, three to four years. And I think CJ Stroud will be a good quarterback in the league, but he's not winning this game. So Bengals win this one, and they are now. I'm losing track. Hold on. Eight and one. Eight and one. Week 11. This is going to be a short turnaround for the Bengals. November 16th. Thursday night football at Baltimore against the Ravens. Mm. It's going to be a tough one right there. I think the Ravens win that game. And the Bengals will now be eight and two after that game. Week 12, the Steelers come into Paycor Stadium, November 16th, November 26th, 26th is here, <clears throat> at 1 o'clock Eastern, Kenny Pickett, year two, I think the Steelers will be improved, but the Bengals are still the better team, so I have the Bengals winning that game, Bengals are 9-2, and two. and then week 13, this is going to be a really good game against an up-and-coming team, week 13, December 4th. 8.15 p.m. Eastern, Monday Night Football against the Jacksonville Jaguars, who won AFC South last year, won that wild playoff game in the wild card round against the San Diego or the Los Angeles Chargers, coming back from 27-0 down, and then they almost beat the Kansas City Chiefs in the divisional round. Jacksonville, Burrow versus Lawrence, rematch of the national title game in 2019. This is going to be a tough game. This will be a very tough game. I have Jacksonville winning this game. So, I just think that them being at home and, you know, the Bengals are bound to lose games. They're not going to run through every game in the schedule. This is, this is It's a tough one. They can win this game, obviously. But I think Jacksonville, I think they'll seize this moment. They win this game. So, the Bengals are now, what, 9-3? and three? Week 14 against the Indianapolis Colts, December 10th at 1 o'clock Eastern. That's a W. I don't know what situation. I mean, they drafted say, Anthony Richardson, the Colts did, with their first pick of the draft. He has potential, but the Bengals are the better team. So the Bengals are 10-3. and three. <clears throat> Then we got Week 15 against the Minnesota Vikings. Justin Jefferson versus Jamar Chase. That should be a good one. That game is now scheduled to be either December 16th or the 17th TBD. So, say the Bengals are still rolling through the season with a good record. The Vikings, let's see if they can, you know, they had a good season last year. Failed in the wild card round. If they, like, play well leading up to this game, both them and the Bengals, then that game potentially could get flexed to a later start time, like a 4 o'clock game on a national TV window on like Fox or CBS, or it could be a primetime game like on a Sunday Night Football. But we'll see. Either way, the Bengals are going to win this game because they're the better team. So, 11-3. and three. <clears throat> 
Week 16, December 23rd. This game is on a Saturday at Pittsburgh against the Steelers. 4.30 p.m. Eastern. Start. Hmm. It'll be a tough one in Pittsburgh. I don't care. It's still a tough game. It's a division rival game. But I'm picking the Bengals to win this game. So... Okay, we got two games left this season. Let me go back because I'm off track of what the Bengals schedule have. So, what, the, what, what their record have. So, let's go. One, two, three, four, five, six, six and one, seven and one, eight and one, eight and two, nine and two, nine and three, ten and three, eleven and three, twelve. All right. <clears throat> oh, man, covering my throat. Pause. Anyways. Two games left of the season. I have the Bengals at 12 and 3. And we got week 17 against their rivals, the Kansas City Chiefs at Arrowhead Stadium on New Year's Eve, 425 p.m. Eastern kickoff on CVS. I thought that the Chiefs game was going to be potentially be the home opener for the Chiefs, the first game of the season. But they had the Detroit Lions as the Chiefs' opponent for their home opener, <clears> the <throat> first game of the season. I thought this game could be a potentially be a primetime game, but it's a New Year's Eve game, and CBS really, really, really won this game. And Bengals and Chiefs, and you guys know what that means eh, on CBS. That means we're gonna get good old Jim Nance and Tony Romo. Where's my bucket so I can throw up? I don't mind Jim Nance, but Tony Romo, every time he calls the Bengals and Chiefs games, especially an AFC title game, I, I literally almost lost. <laughs> I almost lost my mind. I really did. But whatever. Rematch of the AFC title game that the Chiefs won. Man, this game is going to decide a lot. And the reason why the NFL put this game on Week 17 is because this game could determine the number one seed in the AFC. It could definitely, definitely, definitely be decided right there because the Bengals, <clears throat> I do not want the Bengals to be playing in the AFC title game at Arrowhead Stadium for the third consecutive season. That is not happening again. They, they need to win this game, and I think they will. Fuck the Chiefs. They're winning this game. Bengals are now, what, 13-3, and three, and they just clinched the number one seed in the AFC playoffs. The road to the Super Bowl goes through Paycor Stadium in the AFC. Love it. And then the last game of the season against the Cleveland Browns, I believe the Bengals will be resting their starters. That game is on January the 6th or the 7th, TBD. What, right now I got the Bengals at 13-3. and three. You know what? Bengals win this game. And that's it. That's it for the regular season. And let's see how many wins do the Bengals have. This is an early, early, early season predictions, guys. So calm down. This is just, we're in May. All right? This is just early, early, way, way too fucking early <laughs> predictions. So we got one, two, three, four, five, six. 7, 8, 9, 10, 11, 12, 13, 14 wins 
and only one, two, three. <clears throat> 14 and three. I have the Bengals record. I love it. I love it. This is 14 and three. And like I said, this is very early. This is not what I believe that the record the Bengals are going to have because we got to wait for rookie training camp, official training camp, preseason, how the roster will assemble. And then before week one, I will give you guys game by game predictions and what the Bengals are going to do for the season and in the playoffs and et cetera. So that is your Cincinnati Bengals. Early season prediction schedule. Hold on. Let me drink my Starbucks because, man, my throat is just like scratchy. Pause. I like the schedule. I really do. It's just after the bye week, it's where you're going to know a lot about the 2023 Cincinnati Bengals. You really are. And I think... In the schedule, the game that I'm looking forward to, or the games, I'm looking forward to the 49ers matchup, and I'm looking forward to the Sunday night game against the Bills, and then the Ravens, both of the Ravens games, and then the Monday Niner at Jacksonville, and then obviously the New Year's Eve showdown against the Chiefs. And then I think the games that are the most underrated that I feel like we all should be, you know... Looking forward to watching is the Vikings game. And then I believe also... You know what? I think you know. I think the Seahawks game could potentially be a good game. Even though we're the better team, obviously. You know, they're, they're coming off, you know, a very good season last year. They didn't expect to make the playoffs, and they didn't expect Geno Smith to have a revival there. But, you know, that Seahawks game could be very interesting. So that's an underrated game. But I think the top games we're all looking forward to the most is, number one, the Chiefs, and then both of the Ravens games, and then the Sunday night game against the Bills, and then the Thursday night game. I'm sorry, <clears throat> the Monday night game against the Jacksonville Jaguars. I'm looking forward to it. I am, and let's just get the season going. I'm ready for the season, and yeah, yeah. Who day, who day, who day. Okay, I'm seeing that the rookies that the Bengals drafted in the NFL are reporting to the building at Paycor Stadium today doing some workouts, and here are the Bengals draft pick numbers. Miles Murphy, the first pick, will be number 99. DJ Turner will be number 20. Jordan Battle will be number 27. Charlie Jones will be number 15. Chase Brown, number 30. Andre Isovis, I know I I know I messed that up. My bad dog. He'll be number 80. Brad Robbins, the punter, will be number 10. And then DJ Ivy will be number 38. Let's get it. Looking forward to the season. And if you look at the NFL schedule and you look at who got a lot of primetime games, look at this, all right? Look at this. Give me a second. 
thought I had it somewhere. <clears throat> Detroit Lions are an up-and-coming team, obviously, and they have some prime time games this year. I believe they have four, so good for them. And they're playing the Chiefs to begin the season, so that's that's really cool. Let's see. Oh, the Los Angeles Chargers, okay? I like Justin Herbert, but they have six primetime games. What? And like and like I said in the beginning, it's just because they're in the big market, then the Bengals. And then the Bills have six primetime games, the Dallas Cowboys, an irrelevant franchise, but they're the, one of the most popular teams in sports. They have six primetime games. It, it, it really doesn't make sense at all. But it's just because Cincinnati's not a big market team. That's all right. You know what? Bengals can beat anybody. They really can. And I like the schedule. It'll be tough after the bye week. But this team can beat any team anywhere. All right, before I head out, let's do a little rundown of what's going on in the Cincinnati sports world. All right, so our Cincinnati Reds currently sit at 16 and 21. And if you look at the NL Central, the Pittsburgh Pirates got off to a 20 and 9 start since then. They are one and nine in their last ten games, so the Pittsburgh Pirates have come back to being the Pittsburgh Pirates. And then the St. Louis Cardinals, who everyone thought they were going to win the NL Central, they sit dead last at thirteen and twenty-five. Yikes! And they're six and thirteen at home, at the beautiful Bush Stadium. You hate to see it, you really do, but. Back to our Red Legs. The Reds are only four and a half games out of the division lead, guys. Now, I'm not saying, oh, oh my gosh, they can win the division. No, I'm just saying that the NL Central is probably one of the worst divisions in baseball. <laughs> and now, you get with baseball this year that everyone plays everybody. So, you're going to find out, like, teams in your division, like, okay, they're not really that good. And if the Reds can just hang in there, I have no hope in that. But they can get to July and they're only, what, four, six games out? They're not, they're not out of it. They're mathematically still in. Just saying. Just saying. So that's up there on the Reds. They're not 20 games out of division lead, guys. They're four and a half games out. And we're in May... Well, never say never. Mm-hmm. All right, so Cincinnati Bearcats men's basketball team. So we got a couple of transfers. We got a big man for Butler. We got last week. I cannot pronounce his name to save his life. I need to practice that, and I will do that in the future. <laughs> and then we got CJ Fred CJ Fredericks. Okay, he's a transferred. Here he is. He originally played at Iowa and then he went to Kentucky, but he's battled so many injuries, inconsistency. 
And he's coming back to Cincinnati because he's from Cincy. And I've talked to some people that I know that are Kentucky basketball fans. They said that, good luck. And some people say that Fredericks just need to stay healthy. And I think he would have been a good player in the American Athletic Conference. But since now the Bearcats are in the Big 12 Conference, I don't know what the production of C.J. Frederick is going to be. I hope it's going to be enough for a team. I really do. I hope he stays healthy. I mean, that's, that's the problem with him. If he can stay healthy, we're good to go. Also, Micah Adam Woods, one of the players that I wanted the Bearcats not to keep for the Big 12. This week, out of nowhere, said that he is entering himself in the transfer portal. Now, I wish Adam Woods nothing but the best. And it was very shocking because he said that he was going to come back for his fifth, fifth year. So that was very shocking news right there. So that just leaves one roster spot open. So let's see what Wes Miller and company are going to do with that. So that's the Cincinnati Bearcats men's basketball front. Bearcats football. We're just getting ready for the season and camp. And I'm, I'm guys, I'm trying to get hype for Bearcats football. It's just I am not a believer in Scott Satterfield. But like I said in many, many podcasts, I will give the man a chance. I will. I really will. So we'll see. We'll see. We'll see. I just hope they can. It's going to be tough. It really is going to be tough. Big 12 Conference is one of the best in college football. So we'll see. All right. Also, in other news, this was big news that happened yesterday. So it was announced that there's going to be a new indoor practice facility and performance center coming in 2024 and 25. Thanks to the Larry and Rhonda Shakely transformational gift, the largest in history of UC Athletics. The Bearcats are getting a huge upgrade. Big. That's what happens when you go to a big conference. You get upgrades in facilities. So, here's what that facility is going to look like. It's going to be used by various UC sports. Full-size football fields. So there's going to be an indoor football field for the football team. It's about time. There's going to be nutrition stations and dining hall, weight room and training room, mental health services, Oh, if you guys go to the Instagram page at Go Bearcats and look at what's it going to be, it is so damn nice. So there's going to be an ongoing, I'm sorry, there's going to be an on-campus groundbreaking ceremony. It's set for Tuesday, May 23rd. Oh, the football field looks so freaking nice. Looking forward to it. Perks of being the Big 12. And also, the donors are really excited about the Bearcats moving into a better football conference. Or just a conference in general for all UC athletics. All right. So, FC Cincinnati switching to another Cincinnati sports team. They're still, they're still rolling, guys. FC is... Second place in the Eastern Conference standings. They got seven wins, three draws, and only one loss. And they got 24 points. 
and they remain undefeated at T. Quell Stadium at 7-0. And also, they're playing the U.S. Open Cup. That's against teams that are like, say, so back in the past, back in the day when FC was in the USL, they will have the Lamar Open, the U.S. Open Cup, and those USL teams will play against the Major League Soccer teams. And FC beat the Chicago Fire. And then they beat the Columbus Crew during the time when they're in the USL playing against the MLS. So, FC is still alive in that Open Cup. They just defeated... Who they just defeated the other night? Oh, they defeated New York City in the round of 32 of the US Open Cup. And they'll be moving on to take on the New York Red Bull. That game is scheduled to be... Hold on. I think it's the 23rd. Yep. 23rd. Is it? What's wrong with my laptop? Okay, it's a round of 16, either May 23rd or May 24th. So I was almost right. So it'll be at New York. The specific date and time and broadcast information of that game will be announced at a later time. So good for FC. And then their next game, when it comes to the Major League Soccer season, will be home against Montreal next Wednesday night at 7.30 p.m. Eastern. And then next Saturday, May 20th, they will take on the Columbus Crew in another edition of the Hell is Real rivalry. So... Two big home games coming up for FC next week. So I prefer you guys go to the Montreal game. Not that not that I don't want you guys to go to Columbus Crew games, but that's going to be a tough ticket because that's going to be like lots of people at that game and the market for that game. And that and and now FC is really good. It's going to be a lot of money. So try to make it to the Montreal game. Weekday game. Tickets are probably cheaper. All right, that's pretty much it when it comes to the Cincinnati Sports Rundown. And that's all I got. You guys have a good weekend. I appreciate you guys listening to this podcast and whatever platform that you guys are listening this to. And if you guys do have Spotify, leave a five-star review. Leave a review of the podcast. I would really appreciate it. And I will talk to you guys next week. Have a good weekend, and I'm I, I am blah, 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 over here gibbering, and I am out. <laughs> Peace out. <laughs>